Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. This is Mark Treichel with an emergency podcast on Silicon Valley Bank resolution. And there's some big news that hit uh, quite recently. It is now 6.54 p.m. East Coast time. This is on the U.S. Department of Treasury's website, a joint statement by the Department of Treasury, Federal Reserve, and FDIC. The following statement was released by Secretary of the Treasury, Janet Yellen, Federal Reserve Board Chair, Jerome Powell, FDIC Chairman Marty Grunberg. Today, we are taking decisive action to protect the U.S. economy by strengthening public confidence in our banking system. This step will ensure that the U.S. banking system continues to perform its vital roles of protecting deposits and providing access to credit to households and businesses in a manner that promotes strong and sustainable economic growth. After receiving a recommendation from the boards of the FDIC and the Federal Reserve and consulting with the president, Secretary Yellen approved actions enabling the FDIC to complete its resolution of Silicon Valley Bank, Santa Clara, California, in a manner that fully protects all depositors. Depositors will have access to all of their money starting Monday, March 13th. No losses associated with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank will be borne by the taxpayer. Repeat that. No losses associated with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank will be borne by the taxpayer. We are also announcing a similar systemic risk exception for Signature Bank, New York, New York, which was closed today by its state chartering authority. All depositors of this institution will be made whole. As with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank, no losses will be borne by the taxpayer. Shareholders and certain unsecured debt holders will not be protected. Senior management has also been removed. Any losses to the deposit insurance fund to support uninsured depositors will be recovered by a special assessment on banks as required by law. Finally, the Federal Reserve Board on Sunday announced it will make available additional funding to eligible depository institutions to help assure banks have the ability to meet the needs of all their depositors. The U.S. banking system remains resilient and on a solid foundation in large part due to the reforms that were made after the financial crisis that ensured better safeguards for the banking industry. Those reforms combined with today's actions demonstrate our commitment to take the necessary steps to ensure the depositors' savings remain safe. All right, so there's some, some interesting statements here, but the taxpayer is not paying, that's good. The stockholders are not being made whole, that's good. The fact that the banks are going to pay this cost, that's better than the taxpayers. But what this will do, in my opinion, is will lead the banks to say, FDIC, Fed, where were you on this? You missed the boat on these two institutions. And as a result, it's costing the rest of us money. Do better next time. It's that constant balance of not in my backyard, don't overregulate me. But when something blows up, it's easy to 2020 to say things were went awry here. Now, as far as 
things going awry here. The reality or what I've just read in a recent newsletter, presuming that it is true about the financial condition of this bank before it went down. This is a newsletter from David Stevens. Let's see, basically talking about how out of control management was. He says, I spoke to a well-known national reporter today who said the word contagion is being bantered about. The truth is, it seems it's far less about contagion and more about management. Let's look under the hood. The bank had been growing rapidly. Deposits growth alone was over 300% over the past three years. These depositors were largely venture capital investors and varied startups in Silicon Valley. This is important as it relates to the liquidity shortfall that hit the bank and the hot money challenges that these depositors brought. As published in The Economist on Sunday, 312, the, the bank was uniquely susceptible to a run because of its exceptionally close ties to tech firms, and thus this failure seems unique based on SVB's operating model. As shown in this graph from Chris Whalen, SVB had invested close to 45% of their assets in mortgage-backed securities and likewise a large position in treasuries. As Barron's reported, as interest rates rose sharply and the bond market cratered, their bond portfolio took a huge hit, et cetera, et cetera. And this is interesting to make matters a bit worse. SVB had engaged in a bit of quote unquote gaming of the system. While many of these securities and MBSs were held as available for sale, they reclassified many as hold to maturity, HTM. This changed what would have been a forced mark to market to one where the losses could be taken over time. Some might say that these disguise, this disguised the depth of their losses. Now, I know there are some accounting rules that do allow moving, but I know the old rules were if you took any and moved them around, you kind of tainted your whole, whole portfolio. So it'll be interesting to see if they followed the rules or didn't. And the reality is, so this is big government. This is a bailout. Is it the right thing to prevent the contagion? Maybe, probably, somewhere between that, you know, having runs. Deposit insurance exists to prevent runs, and government actions necessary to prevent runs are good actions. I do really like that they didn't protect the stockholders, and I do really like they're not passing this on to the taxpayers, and the banks are going to have to pay, but this is going to turn into pointing fingers about, again, where was FDIC? Where was the Fed? And when you extrapolate that over to credit unions, it's going to position NCUA to want to get a little bit tougher, in my opinion, on liquidity type issues. And by the way, they've already gotten tougher on it. So um, we'll see if they double down on this. I do have a podcast coming out tomorrow where I talk about how I think this impacts NCUA. And that's one of the things I talk about. And what just happened now, I think will further is my resolve on the predictions I make on the podcast coming out tomorrow. Again, this is 7.01 p.m., March 12th. There is a bailout. The bailout is better than most. It is big government, but it's better than most because taxpayers are not being impacted. The banks are going to have to pay for it, but that's going to have a trickle-down effect on more aggressive exams in banks and potentially in credit unions. I'm looking forward to seeing what NCUA does next relative to this. I'm sure they will be very measured in their statements and note that this did not, this statement did not include uh, a reference to the NCUA board having to be involved because none of this involved credit unions, although credit unions are now going to be impacted. Oh, the other thing I didn't mention is from the press release, and I'll close on it real quickly here is the bank that they mentioned, Signature Bank, which was closed today by its state chartering authority. So I 
Not good that on the, on one weekend, two banks are shut down. Are there more that'll come? I don't know. But what they're saying here is we have a system in place that will protect depositors, which is very, very important. Protecting the, the depositors prevents the runs. There's also reference here to having other funds available, which to me is some sort of liquidity assistance. Maybe that was is something that will ultimately also be shared with credit unions. And who knows, maybe the silver lining here is that the CLF will get stronger abilities to help credit unions with liquidity type issues. All right, that's it. I'm done for tonight. Have a great evening and please tune in tomorrow on what I think NCUA will do in regards to all of this. Mark Trankel signing off with Flying Colors. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktrichel.com.